0: Ozone. Welcome to the Ozone Podcast, presented by Five Star Credit Union, with Jaguars senior writer, John Osier. All right, welcome to this week's Ozone Podcast. The guest today, I always say I'm excited about it, but I've been hoping to have uh, Christian Kirk on the podcast for a while. Uh, he's very good in this situation, offers a lot of insight. I think this is a good week to talk to Christian Kirk. Christian first of all thanks for doing this. No thanks for having me. Uh, And obviously uh, a three-game losing streak. I'll start off with that because you're a veteran guy who knows how to handle things. Um, What is the tone in the locker room and what are you saying to younger teammates?
1: Well you know first to kind of start off what I'm saying to younger teammates is it's a long season. Mm -hmm. You know there's 17 games now and you know, when you hear 17 games, you're like, that's pretty long. But, you know, when you're doing it and you're preparing week in and week out, it's a long season. Mm-hmm. you got guys that have come from college. You know, that's almost two college football seasons if you count, in preseason as well. So there's still a lot of opportunity, and still this early into the season, you can make your season however you want to make it. Um, you know, I came from a team where, you know, we started 8-0, and mm-hmm. and we were scratching and crawling to, you know, clinch at the right. playoffs at the end. And so it can flip that quickly. You can go on win streaks and, you know, you can kind of dictate your future. And so I think, you know, with the leadership that we have in our room in in our in our locker room is, you know, there's no panicking. There, right. There's no, no time to hit the panic button. There's no here we go again. You know, there's there's none of that. And. You know, we all know we have a clean slate, and you know this is a different team and a different culture. And so, right now, we're just looking to get back on track. And we know we've been in every single game that we've lost. We've had the ball, you know, in, in each time to you know go down a score and give ourselves a chance to win. So it's just executing and being the best that we can be.
0: What is it that you like about this team that you think will make it different than past Jaguars teams? I know you haven't been around them, but. You guys have talked this is not what it was moving forward. What is it about this team that you like?
1: I think it's the belief, obviously, in, you know, Doug and what he has in store for us and his plan and, you know, his beliefs and everybody's bought into what we're trying to do here. It's the belief in one another and, you know, the way that guys practice, mm-hmm. whether it's practice squad guys or, you know, guys that take, you know, multiple reps um, each and every period that are really, you know, busting their butts, trying to make it as close as they can on Sunday. The way the the amount of, you know, time and effort that goes into preparation to make sure that we're at our best, you know, from the coaching staff and the players, uh, I think is what's going to help uh, us now and, you know, for the future. And those are all things. And, you know, when you see it on Sunday, you turn on the tape. I mean, there's not like we're lacking toughness or effort right. or, you know, pride and what we do you know guys are battling playing and play out and so when you see that that is you know that's that's good that's you know you you want to see that immediately because then all the other stuff you just got to clean that up Mm -hmm. you know it's just coaching and just uh, attention to detail but you know you can't coach all the other intangibles and, and we have all that
0: i think doug and trevor and other teammates have talked about that was the thing that they noticed and that first struck them about you when you came in it wasn't necessarily what you said. It was how you went about things, um, how you approached practice. Was that a – I know it's the way you are, but when you came in trying to establish yourself as a leader, did you tell yourself that's the way to do it in terms of I'm just going to be who I am, I'm going to show what I'm about, uh, or is that just what you're about? I guess both.
1: Yeah. No, I, I think it kind of goes hand in hand. Yeah. You know, that's that's who I am. Um, that's what I'm about. Whenever I step in the building, uh, it's all business. And Mm -hmm. especially when we get on the field, um, I'm working as hard as I can. And, uh, you know, I know there's no such thing as perfect, but I always say I'm always chasing perfection, you know, especially in practice. Um, and so, you know, I'm, I'm upset when, you know, there's a bad play, um, you know, ball gets tipped, you know, if it's, it's on me and my route depth, I came out too early, you know, those are all things that I try to make perfect. Mm -hmm. So then on Sunday, you know, I don't even have to think about it. And, you know, I'm not a raw, raw guy anyways. You know, I will lead by, you know, going to guys and, you know, speaking with them individually and just, you know, going about, you know, how I how I like to prepare. And, you know, my thing is always, you know, I'm always going to do what the other guy isn't doing. And so I'm always going to try to be, you know, one step ahead. And, you know, doing more, I feel like, you know, always separates myself. So, I just, uh, you know, kind of go about my my business and, you know, try to, you know, teach guys, especially in our room, just how to be true pros.
0: Is that a thing that Christian Kirk was born with, or did you have to learn that? Has that been developed over time in the NFL, hmm. et cetera?
1: Um, you know, my dad's military. Okay. Um, come from a military family. Uh, so attention to detail is, you know, something that... Not know, from, born
0: with, but driven into. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I, I, you. I don't
1: think there was any other way I was going right. to operate my life was, um, you know, not being, you know, I had a high level of attention to detail. Right. And so, and my parents always taught me that, you know, if you wanted anything, you had to work for it, and you had mm-hmm. to work harder than the other person that wants the same thing that you have. And so, you know, learning that in an early age and then obviously with some of the, you know past teammates that i've had you know within the nfl mm-hmm. and throughout college and you know just seeing how to operate as a professional but also being smart you know that goes hand in hand because right. you can't go out there and run yourself into the ground and you know you're you're you know, hurting on sunday you know you got to be smart and keep yourself fresh so i would say uh you know it's it's definitely been instilled
0: from an early age you kind of led me to it i know you've talked a lot about it but it's fascinating you played with so many great players in arizona uh But maybe Fitzgerald, his approach may have had the biggest influence on you. Is that fair or not?
1: No, 100%. Um, Larry was, you know, my idol growing up in Arizona. Every young Arizona kid that played football had a Larry Fitzgerald jersey. You know, (laughs) I was a fan of Larry Fitzgerald. I got pictures of me at his football camp when I was five, six years old. And so, um, you know, becoming his teammate and really just sitting back and, Mm -hmm. you know, just – Um, being able to analyze everything that he did on and off the field, you know, definitely helped. And because he was
0: talent, but his approach is what made him, him, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, you're 17, his last year, (laughs) us together. He didn't, he he practiced Wednesday, (laughs) practiced Thursday, practiced Friday, you know, and when you're 37, 38 years old and you're still doing that, um, that's impressive. And so,
0: will you be is the question. I hope so. (laughs) You know, I I hope so. That's, you know,
1: that's my plan. I, I hope to be, that guy being able right. to pass down knowledge and just all the things that he he did for, you know, me and you know all the other young guys that were in that room as well, just, you know, kind of put us under his wing and taught us how to work, you know, in the off season, on the bye week, you know, after a game, getting in the cold tub, just little things like
0: that. So, definitely um, you know, really helped me a lot. Is that what you're trying to sort of uh I think it's hard to force feed that. I mean, you know that. You know what it takes. You're on a young team with guys trying to learn the league. Is it tough to sort of fast-track everybody into approaching that, if you follow me, or do you just have to sort of lead by example and just gradually bring these guys along?
1: Yeah, you can't fast-track it because it also um, – you have to take into account not everybody wants the same thing out of playing you know, in the NFL. Sure. Um, some guys just enjoy you know being in the NFL – being a guy, being able to put on a jersey on right. Sunday and going out there and playing a couple of snaps. Um, and that's not the case for me. Um, mm-hmm. I don't play football to be average. I play football to be a great mm-hmm. and to be great at what I do. That's what drives me. Um, you know, there's so much passion and so much hunger to be great. And so, you know, you can't want that for somebody else. Now, if somebody comes to you and, and says that and they show it to you, then you it's easier to be able to help fast track that process right. cuz you can kind of give them those tools but if somebody's just interested in being another guy then you know you let that that's more than fine you know there's there's plenty of guys that do that and you just let them do their thing and you know ask that they be good teammates and just be you know the best that they can be um that they have in their minds but you know i don't think you can force somebody to to you know you can't want it for
0: them i assume that's part of the click with trevor is that he's another one of those guys no, be great.
1: yeah, 100%. And like I said, it kind of goes back to me talking about the time and effort that goes into preparation week in and week out. You know, he's here late, um, you know, every single day watching film, you know, cut-ups, you know, previous games of, you know, what we've done, what we haven't done, what they've done. And so, um, you know, he just has a, such a mature approach and, you right. know, personality that, you know, it, it, it all makes sense of why he's had so much success.
0: Was it an immediate click with him for you and uh – uh I guess tell me about y'all's relationship on and off the field because it seems to be developing pretty quickly.
1: Yeah, it was pretty immediate. You know, we're both kind of laid back, um, you know, calmer, cooler guys and kind of have the same, you know, personality. And so uh, he was here the day that I came and signed. Um, We were able to, you know, kind of chop it up a little bit then. And then uh, once I got here for OTAs and whatnot, spent a lot of time you know at the golf course and you know hanging out and you know texting back and forth you know my fiance and his wife are really good friends now so you know whether it's going out to dinner and just doing stuff in social settings to be able to grow that relationship and there's a lot of you know common similarities there and so it's it's been able to grow super fast and you know then we get on the field and you know just being able to talk you know football stuff you know that that line of communication it just makes it you know that much easier
0: Tell me about, um, Doug always talks about this a lot, with a young quarterback learning a new offense. You've been around long enough to know how difficult that is, and he seems to be learning it at a very high-rate, fast level. Uh, How difficult is that, and how is that going for the first year? Maybe him and the entire offense getting used to a new scheme.
1: Yeah, you know, and It's you know with what he went through last year is a little bit of anomaly, and you know the amount of I guess coaching and you know knowledge that he was able to pick up is you kind of have to flush it and then start over this year, and so um, you can almost say that he's like halfway into it, you know, a second rookie year, and you know this scheme is they've made it very easy for us to learn, but also has a lot of intricacies, and you know they do put a lot on him, you know, mentally, and so. For him to be able to digest that and, you know, the, the more we go out, you know, throughout the year and see more defenses, then, you know, as time grows and, you know, we all age, you know, within this system, it'll be easier to kind of transition and know, you know, what we're looking for on each and every play. And so I, th- I think he's done a great job so far, and I think he's just going to only keep on getting better.
0: I have two final things in this section. Close games, how do you start winning?
1: Finish. Okay. Um, you finish in the fourth quarter, um, and you have to start playing complementary football. Can't be you know defense has a great game, offense has a bad game, special teams has a good game. You know it has to be all three together, and so that's the key for us is playing complementary football and finishing. You
0: uh, even at two and four, you like where this team's at, don't you? One hundred
1: percent. I mean, like I said, all of our games that we've lost, we've had the ball. Um, with the chance to go, put ourselves either in the lead or to win the game, and so that's all you can really ask for. Um, whether you convert or not, at least we're giving ourselves an opportunity. Haven't been blown out, haven't been out of any any game this year, and you know we've played some good teams. But you know we always say at the end of the day, it's it's about us, and it's always going to be on us. And so you know, in most of those games, you can see we're kind of shooting ourselves in the foot. And then all, the the two wins that we have, we show the type of football that we can be, uh, we, we can play, and uh, that's dominant football. So. Just looking to find that and get back to it.
0: The final thing we do on this, and we'll get you out of here quickly, it's called the Ozone 5. The
1: Ozone
0: 5. 5. Five. Five. Right, it's very uh, quick questions. Uh, have some fun with you. Christian Kirk, what was your last binge watch?
1: Ooh, um, well, I guess I haven't finished it, so right now it's House of Dragons.
0: Okay. Best binge watch ever So Best show.
1: Stranger Things.
0: Okay. You're a modern guy.
1: Stranger Things or Game of Thrones, or yeah. okay, if, if, since you said modern, I could go like Entourage.
0: Okay, I'm, yeah, Entourage. Yeah. I'll, I'll do. I'll, I'll go with Entourage for Game that. Game of one. Thrones, I never could do. My wife loved it, and I just couldn't. I couldn't get my head around. Big it. TV guy. Um, the last song you heard this morning on your way in? Well, I was listening to Drake this morning,
1: um, "The Remorse" by Drake.
0: Okay. The best round of golf you ever played.
1: Oh, my career low right now is 81. Okay. Over where, 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 Camelback Golf Club in Arizona.
0: Big moment? I mean, when you hit that Oh, 82. huge. Okay.
1: Huge. I'm, I mean, I picked up golf, it would be two years now.
0: Eighty-one's uh, good for, for two years. Not bad. Okay. I All could
1: right. be better, but it's just not consistent enough. All right. uh,
0: what sport would you have played if it hadn't been football? I
1: would have been a Formula One driver. Really? Really? I love Formula One. Okay. I, I come from a car family too, so.
0: You ever uh, driven anything? I mean. Yeah, you know my competitively or.
1: Um, you know my grandfather does some um, DEs and stuff like that, okay. and Grand Tour and stuff. So, um, you know, I get on the track sometimes. You know, down in Wilcox, Arizona, we have a garage down there. So, okay. I'll get out there with a Porsche family. So, you know, rip around a little 914 or a GT4 and get going. So.
0: And some guys do that post career. Is that is that you? You're gonna stick the golf. You oh,
1: no, I, I'm definitely going to be on the track somewhere. Okay. Yeah. It's,
0: it's, uh, <laughs> that's outstanding. I know what yeah. really the guys to do. I cover a lot of NASCAR and uh, auto racing in my previous career. Yeah. That's not for me in, in that. So.
1: I'm a adrenaline junkie. That's why I play football, okay.
0: too. I got you. The person or people most responsible for you being here? I would say my
1: parents. Yeah. Um, you know, just everything that they instilled, you know, in me and um, you know, I've just been, you know, calling my cheat codes to life. Uh, you know, they've done a great job and helped facilitating, you know, my dreams and you know, chasing, you know, another um, you know, person and, and type of player I want to be.
0: Christian, I knew this would be great. I appreciate you joining the Ozone Podcast. Yep. Thank you very much. Thank you. Appreciate. You.